looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And to quote the Twitter user at mega underscore intense, was no one going to tell me Andrew WK and my wife Kat Dennings are dating? Sob emoji, prayer hands emoji. Love this for them. Can I tell you... I had the most rare, beautiful, like coming to this realization on my own, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. how often, I mean, I wouldn't say that we, I often scroll the Who Weekly Instagram feed. I think I do it like occasionally, but it does get a little, it's a lot. It's, it's intense lot. because we follow a lot of people <laughs> who post a lot. So it's, it is, uh-huh. we follow a lot of who's who post often. It's definitely I mean. a quantity over quality situation. Exactly. Over the so you're just, feed. Yeah. you're just like inundated with like the most random often very annoying shit sometimes you find a gem and my the gem that I found was almost at the top of the feed was a picture that Kat Dennings had posted of Andrew WK kissing her on the head and she's kind of looking up with a kissy face and I was like at first I was like have these two been dating and because first of all Kat Dennings and Andrew WK is a perfect two pair right like it really they're they're exact they're same I mean famous. You literally, to know who Andrew W.K. is, you had to be not only just a specific age, but a specific age range. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like generation millennial knows who Andrew W.K. is. No No. one else does. Only millennials who were the age of 16 through 24 know who Andrew W.K. is. The older millennials. (laughs) Like, he really, he only was active as his character, his character at the peak of his celebrity for only a few years. Not that long. And during those few years, he was on, he not only did his, like, actual music, but he was, like, a talking head for every, for everything. Well, he was that, on MTV and VH1 everywhere he almost, for our right, exact Right, he age. almost became a, he was a character, he was a caricature, and then he became a meta character on the caricature. You know what that mm-hmm. means? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he... I think I know what you mean. I I'm mean, gonna say I know what you mean. I'm just saying, like, I was like, what is he up to now? And it's like he's still releasing music, and he's still like, let's party hard. But the guy is now like forty years old. You know, I is think he's he forty one? Is he? Young? I don't think he's as old as you think he. He, is he looks at a little. All. He he ages up. To he's forty one.
first of all, I have to say he's very attractive. He is. He, no, he is hot. He was always hot. That was always the thing. But the, he released this one song, Party Hard, and had this persona and his bloody nose and had a great album and all this stuff. And uh, anyways, I always, I always thought he was cool. Like there was no issues with him at the time, I think. He was not like a problematic character. He was like fun and weird. Not how I remember him, no. Wait, wait right? He was weird. He, I don't remember him being problematic. Okay, I'm okay, 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 you, okay. Sorry, okay. yeah. I'm always just like whenever when we're talking about these guys, I'm always like, I don't remember there being a problem. Well, that's like, how I'm like, know, I'm yeah. now like thinking like, was there a no, not re- not really, right? He wore white no. jeans. He wore that. See, these are things I remember about him: white he t-shirt, white jeans. He would his nose mm-hmm. would bleed all over his t-shirt. That was like the thing. He married the woman who like always came to his shows. Right, and so I like, guess they're the, not his his, his wife performed for them. I think I guess they're broken up. Yeah. So, anyways, coming across this, I was like, wow, this is like a meta who situation where it almost feels like these two could be playing a trick like she has a sense of humor he's a caricature so I really had to double check so I go on Twitter of course I go right to Twitter and I search Kat Dennings Andrew WK and I get slew of tweets that are all are they dating are they dating are they dating oh my god they're dating da 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 and it turns out like there's enough evidence of them taking pictures back and forth together and a history of her lusting after him in 2014 mm-hmm. she tweeted at Andrew WK you are a tall drink of milk AWK like he was definitely still married then and saw that and was like, I'm putting it in my back pocket of my white <laughs> jeans, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the broke girls. It's one of the broke one girls. Of, that's her peak yeah. broke girl period, too. 2014 yeah, yeah. was when she was riding high on the broke girl stuff. So I just kind of am like, maybe some of the marriage stuff is a little bit like, yeah, 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 yeah. But them being together now is pretty cute. And I do feel like they... I don't know either of them personally, obviously, but there's a personality that I feel like maybe works between the two. Like they work. Mm-hmm. They work for me. They I both know. seem this they both seem to have not only the same level of fame, your same famous uh obsession that has recently sort of surfaced, but I think they're the same type of funny. Mm. I oh, think definitely. they're the same type of funny. Like she fully gets his shtick. His shtick I think has layers and she fully mm-hmm. gets I think maybe what he's trying to do. I'm and I bet, not sure I, <laughs> I bet they use the same conditioner. I bet they use the same conditioner too. Oh, they both have gorgeous hair. That's mm-hmm. the other thing is like. I wonder if it's pros. These, I'm kidding. <laughs> these two definitely could take a shower and use the same conditioner together. You know. I know. It's like, it's like Andrew, that pros has my name on it. It says cat. It doesn't say Andrew WK. Stop doing a pros ad <laughs> I, I don't mean up to. top. I don't even know if there's one in this ad, in this episode. I lo- there isn't. I love the uh, the Portuguese fan account, the uh, Cat Dennings Brazil Um tweet that just says alerta cupido and i was like that must mean cupid right am cupid. i do i know portuguese well enough to say it's cupid yes it's alerta cupid. Cupido. cupid alert i hate to be like prove it like with a smooch on the lips because that also doesn't prove anything people kiss other people on the lips who they're not dating yeah. all the time but there is something like you know you're not sure there are pictures of each other mm-hmm. maybe they're just hanging out maybe they're just friends because like people can be friends but then you see a picture yeah. of them kissing on the lips and you're like okay fine like i'm 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 into it i'm in it For- you know for the purposes of a of a celebrity podcast, you kind of have to be relationship traditionalist and that like I know you know you we need to hold hands on the lips if we're kiss know on that the you're lips I know, and what's funny is this news hasn't hit. I don't think it's hit tabloids yet. I mean, it's not yet. It's it's I one, mean, <laughs> it's fresh. It's probably hit their inbox and they're like, eh, we have other priorities Come like on. Will Smith taking a shirtless photo. You know, this is like. Us Weekly will have this up within the hour, or if they don't have it up already. Come on. I just saw it they last probably night. Have, they, and, and they probably fresh. have the accompanying uh, everything to know about NHWK, because he's definitely the who in the tabloid world. Yeah. 
Kat yeah. Dennings famously dated. What is her most famous boyfriend? Josh Groban, probably. Ugh. I was looking at Andrew WK's dating history, and it's like women I've never heard of who don't really matter. Probably they're probably just like not very famous. And um, one of them was his wife. And as I said, he, she toured with him. She was also a musician and artist. Uh, they've since divorced, obviously. But Kathy Griffin is on the list. Because <laughs> they like went on a date for her show. They went on a fake date for her show. Right, that's what I thought. Um, But it's listed on Who's Dated Who as his third most recent girlfriend. That's insane. Um, And it says Andrew W.K. and Kathy Griffin are separated. And then he dated the bassist from Hole, Melissa Oftemar. Oh, yeah, that is the bassist from Hole. I was like, how do I recognize this woman? Um, But, like, that makes sense. Yeah, and I even at the time that he was on a Kathy Griffin's show, which was around 2007, I think actually 2007, he was a who. He was yeah. very famous to young people. And so Kathy Griffin, I want, you can probably put the but clip But I think that them going on a date saying, is meta-commentary about the nature of fame, which was what her whole show was about, right? My life on the D-list. Yes, she was dating specifically D-list people. And she's like, I've never heard of oh, this person, but my God. assistants have heard of this person. And be, if they've heard of this person, he must be cool. However you feel about Kathy... She was really doing our work before we picked up the baton, you know? She was out here exploring the nature of D-list celebrityism. Like, she was participating. Like, how famous you have to be to do X, Y, Z and what that means and all this stuff. And she was, right, she Mm -hmm. was a, she was herself an experiment in what she was trying to Mm -hmm. explore. Crazy. Yeah. Because she always wanted to use D-list fame as a jumping board to and she A-list and she, and she did know? it. She she's yeah. now way more famous than D-list, and I think by the exactly. end of the show she was higher than D-list, which was kind of the like the other funny thing the, about it is you can't quite brag about that if you're not on the D-list anymore. The the brilliance of her air quotes brilliance of her was like leaning into your obscurity in order to become more famous, and it worked. And making a good show out of it, and a good show makes that was a, a good, good show, show makes a popular show, and then a popular Unfortunately, show does. Unfortunately, that was a good show. Jessica is hooking me up in New York with the latest of my D-list dates, and this time it's rocker turned motivational speaker Andrew WK. Okay, I've never heard of the guy, but Jessica and Tiffany know who he is, and that's the criteria. If Jessica and Tiffany have heard of him, I'm fucking him. I'm on my way to go shopping with Robert Verdi. I need an outfit for my date tonight with Andrew W.K. And I don't know what his normal hookers wear, but I plan to look hot. Do you know who this guy is? No. None of the gays know. <laughs> Why am I wasting my time with some breeder none of the gays have even heard of? Before we move on, I just want to give you a peek at the Who Weekly Instagram feed. And just like right when I opened up the app, just to see what I could see. Tell me. And it's Christine Quinn. Um, <laughs> pregnant. Oh, was in it, did a, she give birth yet? She's very pregnant. In a Louis Vuitton bodysuit, like a zip-up Louis Vuitton bodysuit. Like, what if, what if you were, um, what if Ford versus Ferrari like cast people from the Oppenheim Group to be in the movie? Kind <laughs> what of. What if like they? she looks like she looks like she's about to go racing, but she's also like a real estate agent, and her hair is eight feet long, half of it's fake for sure. And the caption is, "They call me Ranch because I be dressing." And oh, I get it, like a dressing. And, <laughs> And she's in Talk some very about expensive a black and red car. language-based mm-hmm. pun that doesn't work beyond most. Because most people don't even call salad dressing dressing, even in America. Oh, yeah. No, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, that's um, just so funny. Not every English speaker would even get that. Okay, sorry, Christine. The first visible comment, the most highly promoted comment is Khloe Kardashian, who just says, yes, caption. Wow. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Isn't who that else? interesting? Who else you got there in the feed? I didn't want to. I didn't want to expand the oh, comments. Oh, you just wanted to. No, I, <laughs> I mean, felt who, like I didn't want to expand the comments. No, no, not in oh, her feed. In our feed? feed, I just you were giving a tour, a little tour, a little overview of what we see when we open our Instagram. 
Oh, well, Olivia Munn is reunited with her loves Patrick T.A., hair by John D., and her stylist as she's on her way to the SoFi Stadium. Okay. Um, and then we have Adrian Bailon. Oh, she woke up blonde. Someone took a sneaky pic of her getting out of bed, and she's blonde. Oh, she's blonde now. And she's like, look at my back. Okay. And then you have Hannah Bromfman in Central Park with her baby. Okay. Wow. And I think when you get to Hannah Bromfman, you close the app. Uh, you got to close the app. Um, Unfortunately, she comes up fifth every time, so you don't get very far. <laughs> That's her talent. Coming up fifth? Hannah Bromfman always comes up fifth. (laughs) She's never quite the top of the feed, but she's never at the bottom. She's just there. So I know that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers went to the Kentucky Derby. And I also know that Miles Teller and his wife, Kaylee, (laughs) I will never get over the way she spells Kaylee. It's like I will never, I will never not fully glitch. Y-L-E? No, it's K-E. L-E-I-G-H. So I've seen the L-E-I-G-H as the Lee, but I've never seen Key. Maybe it's Keely. I think it's Kaylee, though. I think it's pronounced Kaylee. I mean, I just, what a group of people. They took a group shot with their friends who they went to the Derby with. First of all, going to the Derby in this day and age no. s- says everything you need to say. Honestly, I, nah. I cannot believe that, be the, me. that these two as a couple have now gone to Disneyland and then the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Like, what are you trying to say? And that Miles and Kaylee Teller were there on the second part. <laughs> well, everybody kind of was like, oh, because Miles and uh, Miles and Shailene obviously know each other from The Spectacular Now. Actually, a fantastic now, movie. Yeah. I would argue that was the movie in which they were both like the next best thing. And then, or the next, sorry, they were both the next great thing. They were both up and coming to be actual huge stars. And then that kind of, I guess, kind of happened, but like almost not it really the way people happened. thought it would happen. I think it happened just about the way people thought it would really? happen. Really? I don't I think don't anyone know. looked at either of those two and thought they'd be enormous. But I think people looked at them and said, because they neither of them had the quality that I, I think made it seem like they would go to the stratosphere. Especially yeah. because because Shailene's contemporary was like Jennifer Lawrence. You know, That's like, true. It just wasn't. And then Miles's contemporary was who? Like Timmy? Timmy Chalamet, like no, both of them are no, kind of before Tim, way before uh, Ansel Elgort, because he was curse. in these movies. He was in that awkward moment with Michael B. Jordan and Zac Efron. Oh, so yeah. his contemporary was like I Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, sure. Michael B. Jordan definitely has Who's more star quality than Miles superstar. Teller. I know, but the thing is, I keep thinking about the delayed Top Gun, and I know that Miles Teller is in it, and I don't think that's going to really do much for him. But I'm always like, could it move the needle? Like, depending. Yeah, on how I can't big tell that if that's going to be a. I can't tell if that's going to bring people up, the new people, in the way that they want it to, or if it's just going to be a Tom Cruise showcase, exactly. you know, if it's just going to be nostalgia. Right. But I will say that, like, Miles and Shailene are kind of, like, I don't want to call them alt because they're movie stars and whatever, they're glamorous, but they're alt versions of uh, their generation's, like, a- more A-list-y talent. Sure. You know? Like, yeah. I'd still call them A-list, but they're a little... They're a little to the side, you know? They're a little to the side. You think they're A-list? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know. Yeah. But sort of, they're the A-list that makes you go, yeah, I guess they're A-list. You know, and that's its own category of A-list. I mean, we talk about Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers, even though they're both thems in their respective fields. But it's almost like mm-hmm. together they're who-y. Is that why? Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. That's, that's maybe the first couple where that's really happened for us. <laughs> because if you think about it, it's like... We would shy away from a couple that's double A-list. Let's say like Ben Affleck and J-Lo maybe reuniting. Can't talk about that. That's like too big. That's too, that's no, too starry. Yeah. Too big. 
their powers combine and and become even bigger than each other. You know, these two are like we're them's, but we're attending the we're attending the Kentucky Derby with our friends and also Disneyland. Like that is yeah. Like what are you doing? What's going on? Like here? when 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 Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck reunite it's a slide whistle going up an octave and when miles teller and this woman named kaylee get together it's a slide whistle going down an octave or like aaron was aaron aaron rogers and shailene woodley i fucking love shailene like look at these women so these it's these men and women they're they're all like lined up like the men are lined up and the women are lined up beneath them it's very weird it's very everything about it is like tradition gender every single thing about it is uncomfortable all of these women are wearing a dress including miles teller's wife who's wearing the puffiest pinkest thing i've ever seen in my life and uh, everyone's wearing like a little hat shailene who i just love for this type of shit is wearing pink trousers a pink like tuxedo vest (laughs) Like she's yeah, what wearing, would you call that? Stra- like thin strap tuxedo vest. She's wearing a like kind of almost like kind of gay ensemble, like a very <laughs> like a very like butch cut, but like pink, right? And then a huge yeah, like Samantha definitely wore that in like a two thousand one <laughs> right. episode of Sex in the City. And then you she's know? and then and her like boobs are kind of out. And then she's wearing like a huge like hat that looks like she's a baby, like a baby in a hat, you know, like a mm-hmm. tiny hat and a big hat. And I just she doesn't. She fits in, but in a way she doesn't fit in. Like, I kind of love that about her. You know, she's like a free spirit to the nth degree. Yeah. It's like, what if she bought the Rose Rose DeWitt Bukater hat from Titanic at a souvenir shop? <laughs> it's kind of that type <laughs> yes, of hat. Yes, like, these girls' hats are, like, really nice. And her hat's, like... They're, like, cute fascinators. And, and her she's hat like, is, like, just wearing one a I bought at Bobby's hat. bachelor party to, like, have a fun night. You know, like, <laughs> at Claire's. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. I mean, both of them, though, I will Meanwhile, say what's funny Aaron is Aaron Rodgers in a bowler hat behind her. He looks crazy, too. <laughs> he looks absolutely nuts. He looks absolutely nuts. He looks like the straight guy who put in a little effort at the murder mystery party. Yes. Like, none of the straight guys. Yes. None of the other straight guys put in effort at the murder mystery party, but he put in, like, a little bit. Yeah, and everyone's like, like oh, I got Aaron hat. tried. Look at your little hat. Oh, Aaron, you're so cute. What's funny, though, is that the they two really are adjacent the, people. They're such a charming couple in that way. They're I'd love to invite them to a murder mystery. I'll tell you that much. Spirits. And that's not even a euphemism. Oh, they'll come. Kentucky Derby, Disneyland, murder mystery. It's in the realm. What's interesting, though, is, Lindsay, so you you describe Shailene's outfit perfectly. Oh, my God. It's so perfect. But you have Shailene's outfit on the left. And then she's uh, the other person is Kaylee Teller on the far right. Both of them have the the Kentucky Derby outfits that don't make sense. Right. You know, like the four women in the middle are wearing things I would expect to see at the Kentucky Derby. I wouldn't expect to see such a uh, flashy neon hot pink um, with those like ruffled I mean, she looks great. It, that is a chic. Sure. That's they all look chic. great. She looks amazing. And Miles is matching in sort of a gray and kind he of a pink tone. He looks exactly suit. how you'd think he'd look. So, yeah. I mean, he looks like sweaty the way you're going to be at, a, at the Kentucky Derby, like kind of sweaty. You got like bourbon pulsing through your system. It's yeah, a gross. the Derby is weird. I we feel I feel like if you feel weird about the Kentucky Derby, you have every right to feel weird because mm-hmm. it's like rooted in bad shit, as you probably. It's rooted know. in it's it's like it's literally like rooted in segregation, and it's they have protest. It's been protested every year, I bet, loudly over the past couple of years, and so it's just weird to know that you're like going to this thing that you have to pass through like a barrier of protesters to get into. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they went. Less bleak. <laughs> what I think about when I think about the Derby, and this is my own disease, is that I think about that's where every year we get photos of Anna Nicole Smith's daughter. I know that's weird mm-hmm. to say, but 
when you think of the Derby, do you not think about that? Like every year, yeah, going um, with that guy. Her, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Daniel I, Burkhead. Yeah, she every year. Oh, because he he's brings, da- she's Daniel Lynn. Yeah, right. So every year, Daniel Burkhead brings Anna Nicole Smith's daughter Daniel Lynn to the Derby, and every year you're like, oh God, she's so old, and everybody writes about it, and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, this really does quote unquote mark the Derby for me because I literally don't care about it on any other, you know, in any other place yeah. in my life. Yeah. I simply do not care. She looks like she's having fun, at least. Yeah. Yeah. At least. <laughs> good, uh, good. At least. Good topic. Good topic. Hi, I'm Shailene Woodley. I'm Aaron Rodgers. And, and this, this is, is our Walt Disney, Disney World, World Minute. Page six claims that Katie Holmes and her smoochy smoochy on the streets of Soho boyfriend Emilio Vitolo Jr. are fizzling. I'm just saying. You believe? I believe this. I believe that if if it was Katie, a pandemic if romance, Katie Holmes, <laughs> it was a if Katie Holmes romance. and Emilia Vitolo Jr. have fizzled, they've ended it. You know, they've been snubbed. because pure. They're they're because you're saying their relationship was purely based on the fizzle on the it's on the spark pure, it's on the spark. Purely a fizzle spark based rela- relationship. Yeah, I, I get that. And the moment the spark goes away, they're done. I get that. I get that. Because you're like the fizzle makes sense because the relationship was really just a spark. They were both horny. It was it was the pandemic. Paychecks is that's claiming all that, was. that it was Suri's fifteenth birthday and he wasn't around as she celebrated mm-hmm. with Suri. But like I'm kind of like that kind of makes sense. Like I get that you love your your hunky boyfriend, but like you're celebrating your daughter's fifteenth mm-hmm. birthday. Like he doesn't have to be there necessarily. He doesn't have to be around. Mm-hmm. We're told now that while Holmes and Vitolo haven't broken up, things have definitely cooled down. Maybe they just moved too quickly. They want to be smooching on the street anymore. Maybe it's not fun anymore. Now that the pandemic has, uh, you know, slowed down and more people are back in New York and you can't, you know, it's not as fun to walk the streets smooching. It's about to be summer. I I, I think that this is over. I think this is done. Okay. I think the masks were part of the fun when it came to this relationship and now it's all over. Happy to be proven wrong. So we just had a rumors of a breakup that was definitely not true. One, rumors of a breakup that you think is true. And now rumors of a breakup that is true, which is Jason Mm -hmm. Siegel and his longtime girlfriend, Alexis Mixter, who I have never heard of. Never heard of this woman, but that's kind of like the, it doesn't surprise me because Jason Siegel is so. But he's so like. I've never seen her face. (laughs) I've never never seen anything about this woman in my entire full life. Because if you Google her and you go to her. Uh, Instagram she posts pictures of Jason happy anniversary babe happy birthday babe and it's like you know it, it it's in there like it's very you know if you were to google who was Jason Siegel's girlfriend basically he the last time that he had a notable girlfriend was Michelle Williams that was like a very big thing I think that was way too much that either of them could handle like in terms of attention because remember he met what's her name because there were there were those paparazzi photos, Matilda. I believe, of him meeting Matilda, and yeah. it was like, oh, it's real. He met, she let him meet Matilda, and it's sad. It's sad because I do think that that died because it was like she, she's like, I cannot do another paparazzi relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's an artist. She's an artist. She does this kind of art where you, um, you you draw on wood with like a hot tool. God, mm-hmm. it's called. Pyrography. 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 You it's pyrography. either wood or leather by burning a design pyro, on the surface with a pyro. heated metal point. Pyro. Like mm-hmm. fire. Yeah, pyro, yeah. I see now. I thought they were I a good match. Now. The other thing is that she they they were great age match because he was like he's like forty four and she's like forty six or something. And I was like, Oh, that's a I don't know. I just feel like 
as we're talking about Aaron Taylor, that's like the truly the you extreme. You love when a of couple is the is. same age, exact age. I do, and I also just like when the woman is a little bit older, just because it makes it just a little less out of the ordinary for a celebrity male to be dating a woman who's older than her, but not too much older, just old, you know, just her his age. Yeah. His age, a woman who is his age. Like these guys love to date ten years down and like while I don't think that's a problem, I just think I'm like, I just love it when they're the same age. Anyways, mm-hmm. because I think that people age, women and men age differently. And it's nice to see a, a guy and a girl are the same age, <laughs> especially when you're famous and you're dating somebody who's not famous. Do you know what I mean? Yes. God. Did you see, but did you see the post that she uploaded four days ago to announce the divorce? Uh, it's yeah, like, it, yeah, yeah. It's really sad. It's sad. And it, it's really, really, it's actually quite sad even because it's so loving. And so it's I think when very you've been mu- together with someone for eight years, it is eight, right? I keep saying eight and I'm like, I'm it's not quite eight sure. Because they met in 2013. It yeah. is eight. So yeah, I mean, I, I think if you, you've met someone eight years ago and you, and you don't, you date them for eight years without marrying them. Like there's a friendship vibe there that is strong, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And it says, later on, it says, um, announcing a breakup on social media is a strange feeling. Someone understand why it's necessary and that's okay. Having a public romance or relationship is not easy. Ending one feels like navigating a road that doesn't even exist. We are private people when it comes to our personal lives and I intend to keep it that way. My feelings while writing this are ones of love and gratitude. Gratitude to the universe for putting this man in my life the way it did and then allowing us the grace to decide that what we had could become more. And it just like goes on and on and on in a way that like... A way that, like, makes you uncomfortable because of how, like, vulnerable and sad it is. Right. You're like, I shouldn't be reading this. Why am I reading this? And and I think another reason that makes it so sad is that I don't have the context. So I'm being, like, thrust into the, the details of this relationship knowing nothing. And all I see is that, like, they were happy for eight years and now they're done. And it's just, like, something about not knowing anything makes it sadder. You know? Like, I feel like if I knew more about them then I would feel less sad kind of in a way. Yeah. But I'm getting it all at once. I have to say, also, you have to love her because in 2015, she was a mystery girl. Jason Siegel grabs takeout foods with mystery girl jetting from Sundance. She was a mystery girl two years in. She was a mystery girl. Well, I mean, two years. Is it two years in? She was a mystery girl two years in. Mystery girl revealed Jason (laughs) Siegel's new girlfriend is photographer Alexis Mixer. But she was originally a a mystery girl. And the reason why you know that is because it's in the it's in the it's in the URL. The, oh. the it's in the slug. It's in the slug, and then they it updated it after Jason po- after Siegel publishing it the grabs first time. Yeah. Takeout mystery girl jetting Sundance Film Festival, oh. and I love this because it gets even stupider. Somebody wrote. Does the last name Mixters sound familiar? And the funniest thing is the answer is no, it doesn't. So like why even <laughs> ask that question? Not. It doesn't. No. Her sister Whitney Mixter is from Showtime's The Real L Word. Whitney also appeared on VH1's Couples Therapy. So apparently her sister Whitney, this woman, was on the Showtime's The Real L Word before they brought the back real The Real L Word's concept was just what if lesbians were real? It's like, what <laughs> right? if, right? Well, it's like the L word was about lesbians who were fake. I mean, just like a scripted show. And then it was like, let's do a reality show about real lesbians called the real L the word. The real L word. Right. And isn't the L word love? No, well, that's controversial. It's Isn't that the joke? Well. That the L word is love? It's like the theme song's like living, loving, laughing, loving, loving. <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Talking, laughing, loving, breathing, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, writing, winning. 
wink, 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 wink. Sorry, no offense. I've never watched the L word. Wait, that's crazy. It's so good. Um, yeah. L is for lesbian, I always say, because it literally <laughs> is a show about lesbians. I mean, I know L is for lesbian, but I thought that the joke was that it isn't actually about, le- it isn't actually meant to be about L- lesbians. Like, I know the cat, I know it's a show about lesbians, but I thought that, like, the subversive thing was like, no, it's about love. Or something. Whitney Mixter, I looked her up now because I was like, what's she up to? And it's like, she's still a lesbian. And now she has mm-hmm. a son. And his name is, ready for this? This is a good one. I'm not. Mecca Silas Moon Mixter. For those who, who don't know you, who who is Whitney? Who is Whitney? Um, Well, I mean, literally? <laughs> or what is going on in my life right now? Um, You know, I think that... uh. Obviously, I'm on The Real L Word. I've been going through a lot. You've seen me kind of transform, I think, from season one to season two. It's kind of like the, they coined me as the street smart wild child season one. And I think season two, I kind of got a little more emotional. You see my sensitive side, like I'm a little flower. You never knew about this guy. Speaking of happy loves, Daniel Gillies and girlfriend Julia Misaki share photos from their beach day. Wow. Do you think just, do you think just Jared will say, um, Bobby Finger and podcast co-host Lindsay Weber share photos from their beach day. And then it's you like in the water and me flying a kite. I don't think that'll happen because I don't think you're you going think to the beach. <laughs> I'm going. I promise you I'm going to the fucking beach. I'm going to the beach. But like you're going to go once and you're going to be like, I, I bought did the it. kite, Lindsay. I know you did. I bought you bought a kite. kite. Jamie told me what kite to buy and I bought the kite. I know. Bobby's like, I'm into kites now. And so now when I go to the beach, I'm going to hang out in the tent. I'm going to fly my kite and I have activities. Exactly. And now I can go to the beach. And I'm going to eat egg salad. Okay, so Daniel Gillies, you may remember. I don't. Because. I literally don't remember. He was in, he was in um, The Originals and also, I think, The Vampire Diaries. Wasn't he in both of them? Well, there it's a spinoff. Likely. It's the, it's the same Likely, show. but it's like it's a spinoff. Thing. Then there's like the other show. We talked about this on our yes, spawn he was in the Vampire for Diaries. Kung Fu. Yes, don't forget. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so he recently broke up with Rachel Lee Cook. And now he, since the divorce is fully it's the settlement has been made the divorce is official they are done he is having a an easier time flaunting his new love and his new love is this instagram model julia misaki but she's not only an instagram model yeah she's what? a cellist Lindsay. she's a cellist wow the sexiest instrument makes sense she has beauty and brains yeah the cello is, is the, the sexiest, sexiest instrument, instrument. Yeah. unfortunately it, it is, is the sexiest it instrument. is you just have to know it is she really does have beauty and brains. You have the photo of her like Good. being a classically trained, extremely intelligent cellist on one photo and then showing off her beauty and also extremely intelligent and classically trained body on the right. Okay, beauty wow. She brains. literally went to Emerson and got a Bachelor of Fine Arts and then she went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts. She also appeared in a 2014 music video of YouTuber Watsky. Yes, <laughs> it she all did. comes back to yes, Watsky. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Fuck you if you love a car for his paint job. Love you if you love a car for the road trips. Show me the mouths and your arms and the pink scar where the doctor had to pull out all the bone chips. Uh, so I thought this was funny. Uh-oh. On Just Jared, their headline was, Daniel Gillies and girlfriend Julia Misaki share photos from their beach day. Okay. Then, on the Daily Mail, their headline is, Rachel Lee Cook's ex-husband Daniel Gillies gets cozy with new lady love Julia Misaki during day on the beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very different. I just mm-hmm. thought that was a very good representation of the way different outlets yeah. will write about the exact same story. Well, the Daily Mail's so like, that, I... who is this guy? Why do we give mm-hmm. a shit? And they said, oh, it's Rachel Lee Cook's ex-husband, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because it's like, 
I would, I guess Rachel Lee Cook's name is still more kind of like a thing than Daniel, Daniel Gillies, but he's like a working actor. Like he probably mm-hmm. gets in a, as much work as Rachel Lee Cook does at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably more. But I, but I guess she was like, she has vintage movie star appeal because she was a teen, you know, sensation, right? At yes. A, for a certain age. But speaking of that, Uh-oh. I made a game about the ways that various media outlets and websites write about the same oh, story. Oh, I love this. It's about a, the media gaze. It's about the gaze, media gaze, G-A-Z-E, exactly. not gaze. Gaze. This doesn't have a name. I'll think of one later. Maybe we can add it up to I just named it. The media gaze. The media gaze. The media gaze. But spelled but Z. G- yes. <laughs> but spelled with a Y just for fun. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to... There, there are a few different formats, but it, it'll make sense. So this one is, I'm going to read you four headlines. Okay. About Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. you're going to tell me which one of these four headlines was written by just Jared. Okay? Okay. A. Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers enjoy Kentucky Derby with Miles Teller and their friends. B. Shailene Woodley and fiance Aaron Rodgers attend Kentucky Derby with Miles Teller and more, colon, photo. C. Shailene Woodley, Aaron Rodgers, Anna Nicole Smith's daughter and more stars at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> D. Divergence Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller reunite at Kentucky Derby, comma, Aaron Rodgers was there too. Okay, I think Which it's, of these was just Jared? You wrote some good ones there, I could tell, but I think it's B, colon photos. No, Lindsay, I didn't write any of these. All of these are real. Are you kidding? No. You got people up top, us us weekly on the second. That was B, you were wrong. <gasps> C is USA Today, and D is just Jared. God. Note that they called out Shailene and Miles first, and then said Aaron Rodgers was there too. Okay, next one. Okay. Um, the story, which we're going to get to in a second, Wendy Williams and Jocelyn Hernandez... Which of these headlines was written by Bossip? Okay. A, Wendy Williams, and again, all of these are real. I'll tell you where they're from at the end, but all these are real. I didn't write any of these. Got it. A, Wendy Williams throws flowers during tense interview with Jocelyn Hernandez. B, ICYMI, colon, Jocelyn Hernandez and and Wendy Williams get into an exhausting flower-tossing feud on TV. C, Jocelyn Hernandez demands her flowers, semicolon, Wendy Williams throws them at her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> D. Wendy Williams has awkward showdown with Jocelyn Hernandez and throws flowers on TV. Is it Which of those is Bossip? B? Yes, that's right. That sounded the In most case you missed it, pretty... Jocelyn Hernandez and Wendy Williams get into an exhausting flower tossing feud on TV. Okay. We'll get there in a second. Great. We'll then, get there in a second. And then on the, up at the top you we'll have You'll understand why they say flower. Tonight. It makes it sound like they're actually throwing flowers at each other, but it's a it's a yeah, it's a turn flowers. of phrase, yeah. You had E. T. at the top, then Bossip, then Jezebel, then page six. Okay. okay. I love this game. Next up, you got Dina Cortez. We're not going to talk about this, but she had a baby, had her second baby. Right, the meatball, meatball baby. Which one of these, Lindsay, is Hollywood life? I think she had her fourth baby, but okay. Um, Oh, it's her fourth baby, her second with Christopher. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Which of these is Hollywood life? Uh A, Jersey Shore's Dina Cortez gives birth, welcomes baby number two with husband Christopher Buckner. B, Jersey Shore star Dina Cortez announces the arrival of baby number two with sweet snaps of the slumbering, quote, angel baby. C, Dina Cortez gives birth to son Cameron, colon, quote, we're officially a family of four, hyphen, see first pick. D, Jersey Shore's Dina Cortez welcomes second baby, son Cameron, with husband Chris Buckner. Which of those is Hollywood life? C is like almost a little too much for them, but maybe C? It's C, you're right, you got it. Because it's a very see first pick as a very Hollywood life thing. Yeah, definitely. And like a quote and a colon, like, okay, we get mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you have this one. This is about the pioneer woman's daughter, Alex, getting married. Okay. 
fight you. Which buddies. we're not going to talk about this, but we're going to do the headlines. Which of these is the Daily Mail? A. Food Network star Reed Drummond's daughter Alex gets married. B. Alex Drummond is married. Reed Drummond's daughter ties the knot with Mauricio Scott in Oklahoma. C. Reed Drummond's daughter Alex Drummond gets married. Colon picks. D. Pioneer woman Reed Drummond throws her daughter Alex a pandemic wedding to remember. Parentheses okay. and even does the catering. <laughs> okay, I know this one because I sent you this with the best part yeah. of it, of the headline underline, which is uh, a pandemic wedding to remember. <laughs> to remember, yes. <laughs> That is Daily Mail. You got it right. A okay. pandemic wedding to remember is not. Uh-huh. We do not uh-huh. want to remember this. Like, I can't stress that enough, people. Mm-hmm. Next question. Which of these is from just Jared? Okay. This is about Mario Lopez telling the story about how his 10-year-old daughter walked in on him fucking. Everyone <laughs> wrote about this. I was like, this is so I gross. saw. I was like, okay? who, why are we Disgusting. all picking this story up? This is not a I story. Know. Which of these is just Jared? It'll make sense when you get to it. A. Mario Lopez on the traumatic moment when his daughter, 10, walked in on him having sex. B. Mario Lopez's 10-year-old daughter walked in on him doing something X-rated. C. Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump, colon, Mario Lopez reveals his daughter walked in on him and his wife while revealing Betty White as his, quote, hall pass. D. Mario Lopez recalls traumatic moment when his and Courtney Maza's daughter walked in on them having sex. Which of them is just Jared? It's B. Yes, it's X-rated. It's X- something X-rated. X-rated. Something X-rated. Okay. Then you have Willow Smith. Willow Smith um, revealed she was polyamorous in a recent Red Table Talk. A good Great episode, episode, by the way. Go watch it. Which of these, okay, which of these is Daily Mail? A, Willow Smith explains her sexuality, how many partners she'd have being polyamorous, and more. B, Willow Smith is seen for first time since revealing she's polyamorous as she heads out for dinner with her boyfriend Tyler Cole, brother Jaden, and his female pal. C. Polyamorous definition as Willow Smith explains her relationships. D. Willow Smith opens up about being polyamorous. So that's two questions. Which one is Daily Mail? Can you guess it? A. No, it was B, actually, the one where it mentioned uh, first time since revealing she's polyamorous and then with her boyfriend Tyler Cole. Okay, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can you guess which website this is from? Polyamorous definition as Willow Smith explains her relationships. It doesn't make any sense. You're never going to guess. It's Newsweek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Did they like, was that a computer that wrote that? Like, a is a computer that, wrote it. Yeah, because somebody just, it. was they they assumed that the essay would be polyamorous definition. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to find yes. out what it means. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Exactly. Okay. Now we're going to change up the format a little bit. I'm just going to read you this headline and tell me who wrote it. Headline. Tim O. T. T-I-M-O-T-E-A. Tim O.T. Chalomain, parentheses, Timothy Chalomain, to co-host the Met Gala. Oh, no, they did it? It's Oh, no, they didn't. You got it right. Ding, <laughs> ding, like, ding. Who okay. would do that? Okay, speaking of Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, no. I'm going to read you four kickers. Olympia Dukakis died over the weekend. Very, very sad. We love Olympia Dukakis. Had a great run in with... I had a great run in with Libya Caucus at the at the bar Blue and Gold. Oh in like my god, you should tell that story again at the end of the episode, just as a nice moment. Okay, great. At the end of the episode. Love her so much. This is just extremely sad. Um, had a great long life, wonderful career. Everyone loves her. So a lot of places, you know, if they're official publications, they wrote, I think, formal obituaries. Other places that are, you know, more just like websites, blogs, just blogged about it. But they all have kickers. The kicker word still works. All of them have kickers. I'm gonna read you four kickers. You're going to tell me which one of them is from Oh No, They Didn't, okay? A, 
She reflected on her success in a 2001 interview with London newspaper The Guardian. Quote, maybe good fortune comes to you for the same reason as bad, she said. It's all about understanding more. You learn a lot of things when you're struggling, and other things when you're what the world calls successful. Or perhaps it's just something that happens. Some days it's cold, and some days it's hot. B. We're sending our thoughts and condolences to Olympia's loved ones during this difficult time. C. Zorich, for his part, was known for his performance as Burt Berkman, father of Paul Buckman, Paul Reiser, on NBC's Mad About You. He played the character from 1993 to 1999. D. Sad. Steel Magnolias is a favorite of mine. <laughs> That's definitely D. Which one is Oh, no, they didn't. It was it's D. D. I was waiting for, oh, no, they didn't. Who's your favorite dead actress? Like, I was waiting for something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Sad. Steel Magnolias is a favorite of mine. That's still a prompt. It's sort of an indirect prompt. Yeah, People no, are going to say it. what their I favorites it, are. I, oh, no, oh, no, they didn't. You have to end with a prompt. You have to yes. end with like, a, oh, no, they did. Like, wh- uh, what's your favorite type of ice cream? Like, you have to. <laughs> you know, no one in in the comments, like, sometimes people answer it. Oh, no, they, they don't. But... Who's your favorite share co-star? Um, <laughs> and it's always in italics, too. Like, we, yes. we, we're we taking ourselves out of the story and we're asking we're asking for a response. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we have, this is the, this is the last question, but it's a four-part question. Oh, the last question, excuse me, five-part question. I'm going to read you a headline about Benefer getting back together, and you're going to tell me who wrote it. Okay? okay. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck hang out after Alex Rodriguez split. Who wrote it? Uh, that's hard. Uh, uh, e online? E news? No, page six. Okay. okay. Is, quote, Benefer back on, question mark? Ben Affleck is pictured exiting ex-girlfriend Jennifer Lopez's SUV after a visit to her Bel Air mansion. As source says, former couple, quote, have a lot of love for each other. Daily Mail. Daily Mail, got it right. Okay. Here's how the internet reacted to newly single Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck reportedly hanging out. Subhead, Benefer, all caps, four exclamation marks. Excuse me, question marks. Buzzfeed, you got it right, okay. (laughs) Two more, all caps, Jennifer Lopez hanging with Ben, dot, 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 but not hooking up. Exclusive. Like the sun? No. Uh, keep thinking. I think you can get this. Is it? American. American. Is it like the sun? Uh, it's like the TMZ, sun. It's TMZ, TMZ, TMZ. TMZ, you got it. Okay. And then the last one. Who wrote this headline? Jenny spins the block, colon, after split with A-Rod, J-Lo rebounds from rocky relationship with repeated rendezvous with Ben Affleck. Bossip. Bossip. You got it. That was a good game. I have to say, I'm like kind of good at that at this point. That's long. You were very good. Yeah. I thought, I thought you'd be good at it. One of your best. Okay. Thank you. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail? Because the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacova's, I want Tacova's. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. (laughs) No pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like 
trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so Ashley Benson has a mystery man who's not a mystery man anymore, Lindsay. Who is it? But who is it? I'm obsessed with this because, like, of course, again, we already did this, but the slug is Ashley Benson spotted mystery man, West Hollywood rumored GEZ reunion. And you're like, oh, click on that. Love a mystery man. But then you click on it. It's like mystery man revealed. It's Sophia Rich's. It's Sophia Rich. It's Sophia Richie's ex, Matthew Morton. And of course, the guy I already, who founded Cha Cha Matcha. I already <laughs> forgot who this guy was. So I had to do a quick Google. It's the it's the Cha Cha Matcha guy. I'm saying what's what's like incredibly disturbing is that when I saw his name, I was like, oh, the Cha Cha Matcha guy, which is like sick. It's sick. Yeah, that is sick. That's not even a particularly notable name, Matthew Morton. Also, she dated him for like 25 minutes, you know, like it really wasn't a thing. Exactly. But yeah, Ashley Benson loves to date the same people's like what everyone's just dating the same people because then I'm like, I realize we have another new couple that's related to this. I'm going to scroll down a bit. uh which is... Well, hold on. I think, but I think the the thing that you're kind of saying it in a shady way. I'm not. But I think the generous read about Ashley Ashley Benson dating the exes of other famous people is that Ashley Benson is like cool. Is that Ashley Benson like knows? A no, lot of I people. know, and I think it's like we they run in the same really cool crowd, yeah. so of course they meet the same people. She's cool. I'm not being like it's shady because like she's dating a lot of people it's just like wow these people really only hang out with like 10 other people and so what do you think yeah. they like date within that group of people the other mm-hmm. thing is i just wanted to connect another newish couple on our list is possibly cara delavine and paris jackson bashley benson's ex i believe it is dating uh, supposedly dating paris jackson which is like interesting because i literally thought paris jackson was married to a man not that you can't be date whoever the fuck you want but i thought she was married but i guess not i don't know i'm confused no no. The only thing I thought when I saw that Paris Jackson and Cara Delevingne were probably dating, and I believe that they, I believe that they are dating. I don't even think it's a rumor, um, and I'm not being funny. Is that? Oh, that makes sense. It does like, make sense. Nothing has ever made more sense. It does make than sense. Cara Delevingne and Paris Jackson. Dating. And I have to say, they're like the same kind of. Like mm-hmm. they have a lot in common. I think they're both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say Kara probably works more than Paris because Paris is kind of this, uh, you know, kind of doesn't vague have to. Yeah. socialite meets model meets activist meets heiress. whatever heiress. Right. Like she literally is a socialite heiress. But Kara kind of gives out those vibes, too, even though I know she works a lot because she does act. Mm-hmm. She does model. She does all these things. But like it is they are it's kind of a good match, you know. And there and there are photos of them together. They're not, as we said, like we liked seeing the smooching before we confirmed that it's romantic. But like there are photos of them that are like they're sitting next to each other. They're 
not cuddling, but there's like a there's a familiarity there that's like very cute. Can we they're, also they're say we have a handsome couple, a deep unnamed source who kind of confirmed it for us? Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of confirmed. Well, it. Well, then yeah. I'm saying kind of I'm confirmed. saying that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of mystery people, though, to go back, Alicia Silverstone looks smitten as she grabs lunch with a hunky mystery man at Earth Cafe in West Hollywood. My question is, did she chew his food for him? Ew. <laughs> I, did she I just remember his food that. In his mouth. If she, if he allowed that, then he's a keeper. I do That's, love, I always forget mm-hmm. that the Daily Mail does. Do you know Alicia's, do you know Alicia's hunky mystery man? Email tips at dailymail.com because literally the only way to identify these people is like somebody knows who they are and it's like, oh, that's Bill from the diner. Oh, okay, let yeah, me email. And also, <laughs> they misspelled Daily Mail in their own call to oh, action. Oh, Daily Mail. <laughs> Don't email Daily Mail. <laughs> Don't email Daily Mail. Two L's. Do you know this man? Someone's going to know this man. Also, this man looks like so many men. This man looks like Every man. I'm clicking it to see if he's been identified since I clicked last. Nope, still unidentified. <laughs> no. Throw a rock and hit a man who looks like this, honestly. Wow, I would not. That would be so rude. I know. Just saying. It's just like Mr. Bonobos is like to the left of Alicia Silverstone. I just like that you street. said, you know, throw like versus you could throw a rock and hit somebody who looks like this. You're just saying throw a rock and oh, hit someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> it's rude. No. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, this is this just happened Monday morning. Whoa. So you will see a lot of headlines if, I guess it'll be Tuesday when you listen to this. But on Monday morning, I saw these headlines like, Lily James finally comments on Dominic West PDA photos. Like Lily West, sorry, Lily James finally comments on Dominic West like kissing pics. And then you click it. And she really didn't comment at all. She was interviewed by The Guardian. All of these British people, things get aggregated from Guardian interviews where they say nothing. And this is just another instance of I mean, of I that. think she says nothing, but she also says something. She says, ah, I'm not really willing to talk about that. There's a lot to say, but not now, I'm afraid. Uh, that so, like, says something. Oprah? There's Oprah? a lot to s- There's a lot to say, but Oprah? not now. So when? Oprah? But that's the thing is like, I think that says a lot. She doesn't say no comment. Yeah. She says, there is a lot to say. It is complicated, maybe. There but is she stuff didn't you guys it. don't know, but I'm not saying it now. But not now. Maybe later? Sweetie, it's been almost a year. The clock is ticking. Yeah, the Get clock, it to no. us before we hit a year. The clock is not ticking. I'll hear this anytime. Come on. Uh, let's go to one of the best stories of the week, please. Jocelyn Hernandez was on Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams is so mean to Jocelyn Hernandez. It's always mean to Jocelyn. Jocelyn is a love and hip-hop punching bag. People are so mean to her on the show, outside of the show, and Jocelyn can take it. Jocelyn can deal with it. And I just feel like every time I come to your show, you don't give me those flowers now, you know? And you're, Wendy, you're 35 years my my city. Wow, yes. I should should get those flowers by you. I should feel, I should feel, I should feel wanted by people like you. Not just me, all the other young girls, you are, are you are wanted by me. I always say that you're very we, entertaining. We, and but we feel we feel we feel like you be trying us. We feel like you don't be really rooting for us. You know, we feel like and especially with me, every time I come on your show, you always want to compare me to another broad. She can't, and that's why I'm it's interesting that she did this because I feel I, like I one of Wendy's trademarks interesting is that, that she, Wendy did this. Interesting that Wendy did okay, this. Okay, but I'm just okay. saying it's one of Wendy's trademarks is that she talks shit about people then has them on her show. She does not mm-hmm. care. She she kind of is like, we need to both agree that there is an implicit 
agreement between us that I talk shit about you for a living and you you do shit for a living that is worth talk mm-hmm. being talked about and then I talk about you and I would say like if anyone should understand that is like a reality star like Jocelyn you know but mm-hmm. I I do feel like deep down even though this is on the surface of quote unquote fight this is kind of part of the Wendy probably loved doing this she, this is her mm-hmm. skill. Do you notice how she like kind of diffuses it in a very interesting way? Yeah. And I'm not saying like Wendy doesn't deserve to be called up. Exactly. Her point is she's like, Wendy, you love talking about being like a strong woman entrepreneur who was successful, who was rags to riches, who self-made. And guess what? I am exactly that. And yet you are mean to me. Don't you see a disconnect there? And Wendy's like, mm, no. No, like, that's Wendy's what I'm like, saying. Is like no. Wendy's like, it's no. Wild. And that's because and that's why I'm like, I guess behind the scenes, I feel like Jocelyn maybe also doesn't see the disconnect there. But Wendy very publicly is like, I don't see the disconnect there because this is the <laughs> yeah. show. This is entertainment. You are entertainment, Jocelyn. We don't even know who they are. You do. You know, it's not just your looks, it's also your personality. You know, you've got a very unique way of of delivering your message and uh and you embrace you know, and you not not more unique than the one you do, than well, the way you deliver Well, that's message. why I have the number one show and you can be number two. Yeah. You know why I'm with you on me? You know why I'm with you on me? Because I'm a respectful woman. You can have number one. I, I, I'm, Yo, listen, Jocelyn. you were here before me. You were here before me. I don't want to take your spot. I just want, I just want to do what I do. You want your fair share of the pie and you're getting it. I think that they are a very, like Jocelyn is. Well matched. That's a good match. It's like these, these two women who are both very good at what they do. And, and it just results in this really captivating tension. But also because Wendy is a pro. It doesn't end in a screaming match. Wendy really fully diffuses it. Like you said, she gets it back down She's to good. a normal conversation. And it's not like I don't agree with Jocelyn that Wendy does disrespect her on a daily basis and does. expects her to come on the show and like perform for her. But I do obviously respect the kind of artistry at which Wendy diffuses her and yet goes toe-to-toe with her a little bit. I do do this. I do do that. Here's the reason why. You do this. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Like... And she also listens to her. Do you notice that? She lets her kind of go on. There's no interrupting. There's yeah. no interrupting. It's like Jocelyn kind of goes a little bit on and on. And Wendy says, I'm going to let you say what you're going to say. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And then at the end, she's like, okay, moving on. Oh, cute on. shoes. <laughs> cute, cute shoes. Uh, shoe um, cam. Shoe cam. Let's get the shoe cam. Shoe cam. Let's get shoe cam. <laughs> and, you know, and Wendy does give Jocelyn her flowers by the end. But um, <laughs> Does she? But it is like, but it's also like both of them are being very smart. It is, it is publicity 101 in the truest sense like Jocelyn knows this is going to be difficult but guess what she has a Zeus show to promote yeah, and guess what totally. this did fucking gangbusters in promoting her Zeus show of course show. it did you know? of course it did and you heard all of the headlines in Bobby's game about it already like mm-hmm. you heard the throw in the flowers I do love that because the, the phrase is Sh- give me my flowers like give me the flowers I yes. deserve like give, give me, me the recognition give me yeah. the reward re- reward mm-hmm. me flower me with attention and praise throwing flowers is really like an interesting twist it gets a that. little i mean the 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 phrase gets a little like twisted messy yeah. whenever in this particular instance but still you get it you get it you get it a lesser a lesser reality star a lesser famous person wouldn't have been able to deal with it <laughs> yeah would have completely melted down right. in wendy's company yeah you know and, it's, and I think it's funny because it depends on how you watch it, who bodied who. Because I saw so many different mm-hmm. takes like, oh, Wendy bodied Jocelyn or Jocelyn got Wendy. And it's like, I don't know. Like, that's why that's such a good, it's such a good conversation or such a good kind of, 
a, whatever it is, a mm-hmm. conf- confrontation that it's like it depends on how you see it as to who, quote unquote, like gets the upper hand by the end or whatever. Yeah. As long as it got press, both of them win, you know, and I hate that sounds so trite, but it's true. <laughs> Both of them have really highly rated shows, and this will only maintain those ratings. Although Jocelyn um, does say she has the highest rated show on television, and it's not the highest. No, she doesn't. Jocelyn doesn't even say that. Jocelyn says, I have the top. I have. She doesn't. She isn't particular about it. She isn't specific. She just says, I have the number one show in the country. On Zeus, 100% she does. But it's on Zeus. Right. But that's it's true. It's just on Zeus. But that's true. That's still true. I'm, I've made my own brand for years, you know? I've been out here for the, the past decade. I got my own show. I franchised my own show to another network. It's I'm, I have the number one show in the country. I, I have know. an actual cabaret no, show. No, you have the number one show like, on Zeus, and you got renewed for a third season, which show, is to be commended. The number one show in the country is Wendy. It's, okay. But, but it also, I love that Wendy knew that it was on Zeus, because sometimes Wendy doesn't do research. Yeah. Sometimes Wendy doesn't prepare. I think Wendy watches every TV show. I, th- I think that's yeah, a thing. It's television she knows. I think Wendy watches every single thing on television. Wendy's like, so Jocelyn, tell me about Mayor of Easttown. I think Wendy is literally watching Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> like, Wendy, uh, Jocelyn, are you watching Kate? Are you watching Are you watching Rose on HBO? Clap if you've seen Mare of Easttown. <laughs> Clap if you've seen Mare of Easttown. Clap if you don't mind. Mare of Easttown. Oh. So you would see Mare of Easttown. <laughs> Nepotism alert. Let's play the noise. Nepotism alert. I feel like that noise, didn't that noise like set off people's cats? Like you might need to tone that noise mm, down. Maybe. Okay. Iris Law has a new YouTube cooking show and the first episode she makes blueberry and blue cheese focaccia. Excuse me? Get out of here. Like, am I missing Get something? I know I'm not like the world's, I'm no Nigella Lawson, but like. Microwave. Like, mm? but am I wrong to say that this seems gross? It seems gross. Okay. Blueberry and blue cheese focaccia. So T-Pain, T-Pain made a TikTok about his Instagram messages. I was today years old when I found out about the request folder on Instagram that's full of celebs trying to reach me. Dude, is that Fergie? SMH. Oh Lord, I missed a mirror. I've been accidentally straight up ignoring all these people for like two years. But we can go through the list of people who have tried to contact T-Pain over the past two years and have been left like unread. Because it's not to be rude, but he could use these contacts, you know? Anyone could. So he didn't know that there were messages from people in his other message, his other message box. So he had, Mm -hmm. he had ignored, let's see, Viola Davis, Fergie, as he mentions, Diplo, who else? There are, I mean, it just keeps going. A lot of like, a lot of like websites, like now this and Genius. It's so Lala Anthony, you know, Tyler Cameron, the Bachelor guy. You would hope that. That's really funny. Also, I think the Viola Davis one is Viola Davis, his social media manager yeah. who wants to reach out because he's like, it says Viola Davis, then it's like, hey, this is Chuck or something. Like, right. hey, this is Bill. No, it's, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I work with, I'd love to work I with, work with Viola Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because he's out here figuring out how to use TikTok. I'm like, you can't, you, you can't figure out Instagram, but you can figure out TikTok. Must be, not, can't be me. I also like that it's kind of a brag. Like, at the end of the day, what he's doing here is just a, 
it's just a brag. He's like, look, I'm still relevant. People still like me. Speaking of social media, here's another really good one. Bobby, I'll let you have it because I know you're obsessed with this. Tom Brady posted a happy birthday message to Bridget Moynihan, who is his ex-girlfriend. And he wrote, happy birthday at Bridget Moynihan. We hope you have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, the thing is, it's like, the thing is, it's nice. The thing is that it's actually nice. The thing is that we're being rude to something that is nice. And it's and when he says we, it's their, it's him and their son that they have together. You know, we hope you have a great day. It's not him but and like uh, him and uh, Giselle. Yeah, right. It's him and the son he shares with Bridget. And so it's like, uh, it's sweet, but like this man, he just cannot. He just cannot do anything that isn't robotic i guess is what i'm saying wasn't he just being clowned for wearing something crazy yeah he wore a suit that made him look like christopher lloyd and who's framed roger rabbit also you know like he looked like a disney villain is bridget moynihan the who is she a who now i think she's definitely a who are you kidding i know i'm like literally can't think of one thing she's been in and done is she happy birthday at bridget moynihan we hope you have a great day (laughs) like come on that guy like Get this man some strawberries, please. Like this guy needs some like oh, yeah. sugar. Do you you're right. Do you think it's like his years of being in keto? Like he literally has so like his weird. soul like left his body when he like went into ketosis, you know? I'm blaming Just his entire flew out every his ass. bit of his behavior on his diet. His <laughs> weird fucking diet. Right. If if somebody snuck one strawberry into his cereal in the morning, like he would like go back to normal. <laughs> like, what no, am I doing? He'd start a TikTok here? account. He'd start a TikTok account. He'd have such a good time, but like nope. Yeah. She's all about let him have a strawberry. No. <laughs> this one line. Okay. I love like one. It, this this has shades of Whitney Port's notebook that just said to do and had nothing underneath it. So Vanessa Lachey did a what's in my bag for us weekly. Yeah. I love her. And she has a, a Givenchy bag. I believe it's Givenchy. Yes. It's a Givenchy bag. Okay. She's like, first of all, she has a shitload of shit in her okay, Givenchy bag. Okay. Also, I have to say in packed. In the What's My Bag series, what type of bag you have is irrelevant. That is not the focus. Like, yeah, okay. in the lore of What's My Bag, no one gives a shit what bag it is. It's not What's My Bag. It's What's In yes, My Bag. Yes, okay? thank you. So she's got a lot of crap in there, a lot of stuff for her kids. Because, you know, like, moms are a very good uh, subject for What's My Bag. Because it's like, it's not just my stuff. It's stuff for my kids. It's like stuff for the kiddos, you know? So it's a lot of it's yeah. It's like a diaper, a diaper wipe, a vitamin. What's my kid's favorite? My kid's favorite, like healthy Cheetos snack. Okay, okay, fine. The last thing I was like, that's a lie. It says, um, it says (laughs) I always carry a total wire. I always carry a total wireless card. This is great for when we're traveling. It's like you don't carry a phone card, Vanessa Lachey. You just use your cell phone. This is spawn. Do not. That's spawn. This line. Take note. Is the subhead. Because I have so many things going on, I have a notebook. I write things that I need to do or remember and then cross them out. This list keeps me sane. I do think that Vanessa Lachey thinks that she invented the concept of to-do lists. <laughs> She's writing. She explains how to write <laughs> She's like, and use a to-do list. She's like, here's how, it, here's how it works. I have a notepad. I write to-do on the top. I write the things I have to do and then I cross them out understand do you need to mean to repeat it <laughs> is that clear like when i when i read that i like 
pursed my lips and my eyes bulged out of my head. I was like, oh my God. Because I have so many things going on, comma, I have a notebook. To be fair, I do think that Vanessa Lachey needs to explain this to Whitney Port, who seems like she didn't really understand what to do <laughs> after to do. Whitney Port heard about the concept of to-do list, but didn't read all the instructions. <laughs> so she was just like, to do. Let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? <gasps> we got confirmation-ish, as you wrote, confirmation-ish. No, I, I mean, I, I wrote ish because, like, clearly, as we have said above, unless they're smooching in Hot a photo couple. or, like, it's confirmed. But this was confirmed by a source, and they attended the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race together, the irony being that was what Rita skipped out on, remember? <laughs> like, when she got in trouble During... for skipping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When she got in trouble for breaking COVID protocols. Right, so yeah. Taika Waititi was on the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race down under, down under. Either, although mm-hmm. I saw it and it's weird because he like comes in via video and you could tell he's not there and also not actually watching what he's supposed to be watching. They did it in mm-hmm. post probably. They attended the premiere together in Australia, down under, actually down under. Cuddling, touching, but yeah. not smooching. Also, Cuddling, touching, but not smooching. Also, did you see this? Rita went to dinner with, are you ready for this? Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Sasha Baron Cohen, and Isla Fisher. And I'm pretty sure Taika Waititi was there. But anyways, Rita's getting invited to like A-list dinner parties. And Taika Waititi's getting invited to RuPaul's Drag Race premieres. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the that's like the quid pro quo in this relationship. God, I just can't believe. First of all, I can't believe this is real. I mean, I guess I can believe it's real, but I'm also like, I'm in shock still that it and was. And they keep mentioning Who Weekly in it. People Even keep... in this most recent. I know. Even in this we're, most recent one. We are part of the origin a story of the Who Weekly podcast. Of this. That's crazy to me. Shout out to the listener. And the listener's friend who actually saw it go down. I love that a caller said to the Patreon line, hey, a friend of mine saw Rita Ora and Taika Waititi smooching. I love that. Yeah. But what I would really love, what I would love more than that, yeah. what I would love so, 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 what so much. What would you love? Is video and oh. crystal clear audio of Rita Ora interacting with Christian Bale. <laughs> because <laughs> how does that work? I know. How does I that know. work? I know. Oh my god, I loved Newsies. Oh, Newsies is like my favorite. Like what goes like? You know what, what did I they bet they about? did was bond over huh. working with Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> right? Christian Bale would say Michael Caine was in an Oliver Twist adaptation with you and Lena Headey and Jude Law's son. It's streaming now on like the Sky app or the iPlayer or whatever. Oh my god. Anyways, I just you're right. Like that's crazy. That dinner party is a crazy vibe. And also she just went bike riding with Russell Crowe and his girlfriend. Like I can't. I can't believe that Rita Ora is like basically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. (laughs) Ridiculous. They're gonna get married. Honestly, like that's my problem. Like I look at them together and I'm like, you're gonna get fucking married. Stop. He's, I mean, he's charming. He knows the party. She's fun. So she is she. Party. So is she. I know. I'm just saying. That's why I think they're weird. People are like, wow, that's a crazy match. I'm like, I don't know if it is, but you know. You were, I would pee less than Rita Ora, you know. 
Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. And that's it for today. I will end with this Olympia Dukakis story because it is really sweet, even though I'm 90% certain I've told this in the I podcast I think you maybe before, told it, was... it on the Patreon, but either way, I think you should tell it again because it is nice. Blue and Gold Bar in the East Village. Is that where Blue and Gold was? Yeah. Is? Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue and Gold. Very divey bar. I was there and I think two, this was 2009 or 2010. And... It was, a, it was a friend's birthday. Uh, uh, this is a Blanche Devereaux quote. Set the scene. Have we been drinking? Yes, I had been drinking. And so playing pool with some friends and or watching people play pool. And Olymp- and it's a divey bar. It's a shithole bar. And there are all these old framed photos sort of like in dusty glass, weathered photos, newspaper clippings. And none of them really made sense. I never really even looked at these photos before. But they're all just all on the walls. And... Olympia Dukakis walks in with a slightly younger man, I assume maybe a son or grandson, probably a son, a younger family member. It looked like they were related. And they walked in, they didn't order anything. And I was like, am I out of my mind or is that Olympia Dukakis? And it was Olympia Dukakis. And I asked my friends, um, uh, the gay friends I was there with, because the the, stri- the straight people didn't recognize her. And I was like, is that Olympia Dukakis? And he was like, oh my God, that is Olympia Dukakis. And I said, I'm going to go talk An incredible to sighting on every level, if you yeah. think about kind I mean, of the blue and gold's the shittiest bar in New bar. York. And she walks in, beelines for these photos that are framed. And they didn't get drinks. And it was maybe like, it was probably a Friday and probably not super late. It was probably maybe eight. And because there weren't many people there. Like it hadn't gotten to like the crowded bar time yet. And so she walked in and when she was pointing at a specific photo that was on the wall and my, the, my dumbass didn't actually take note of what she was looking at i was too busy looking at her but she was t- pointing out a photo and talking to the person her companion the guy she was with and i was like you know what i'm just gonna be rude i've like i had a couple of beers i'm i feel good i feel comfortable i'm gonna go say hi to her and i walked up to her and i said excuse me ms dukakis and she turned at me and i like the look on her face wasn't like angry or scared i think she was like i didn't get expect to get recognized here <laughs> and so i was like hi um i'm so proud of you I'm for doing like, this I was I was egged on by my friends. I wouldn't have done it had they not encouraged me. But I was like, I would just regret it if I didn't say hi. I'm I'm just like, I'm just such a huge fan of your movies and like blah, blah. And I think maybe I had just like walked by the Moonstruck house or something. Like I mentioned Moonstruck in passing and I was like, I said I would love to shake your hand. And she like put out her hand very like nervously and didn't really say anything but gave me a very inquisitive like, worried look like what is this guy's deal (laughs) and I shook her hand and she kind of like slowly nodded and said thank you and then I was like okay sorry for interrupting and then I walked back to my friends and they like bolted out of there oh my god I mean it's not the greatest story but like I made her uncomfortable and I felt kind of bad about it because she was clearly in there to like have a moment with this guy and show some like tell some story and I didn't get the story but (laughs) I just selfishly wanted to shake Olympia Dukakis's hand and you know what blue and gold you did Anyway, that's our episode. Call in at 619. Who them? Leave Olympia Dukakis stories, questions, comments, and concerns. Audio of Christian Bale talking to Rita Ora, even if you fake the audio. No. Um, and support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice weekly bonus episodes, rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. And I think that's it. Have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Are you drunk? No, are you drunk? No, but I have a hangover.